0: Welcome to the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. The My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is your local source for the latest news and information on fishing Cape Cod. Now, here's your host, Kevin Collins. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast here from MyFishingCapeCod.com. I'm your host, Kevin Collins, back at you with our first real fishing report podcast of the 2022 fishing season here on Cape Cod. And it is a pleasure to be back with you all for another year of podcasting here from My Fishing Cape Cod. We have a great show in store for you today. We've got three experts set to join us on the telephone line. We're going to be led off by none other than MFCC founder and creator Ryan Collins. We're then going to be joined from Ryan Henry down behind the counter at the Goose Hummock, and Ryan's going to give us a nice freshwater spring fishing report from here on Cape Cod. And last but not least, we'll be joined by our good buddy Bruno Demir from down at Cape and Islands Mitsubishi, and we have a great event coming up on March the 26th, Cod and Coffee down at Cape and Islands Mitsubishi, hosted by our good buddy Bruno, and I know he's very excited to tell us more about that. So let's dive right into today's program. Well, as promised, our first guest on this edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is none other than MFCC founder and creator, Ryan Collins. Ryan, how are you today?
1: I'm doing great, Kevin. Spring's on the horizon, and it's nice to talk to you again. It's been a little while.
0: Yeah, it's been a little bit since we've caught up, and you had your awesome trip with your lovely wife, Lauren, to Costa Rica, and now you're back, kind of back in the saddle for 2022.
1: You got that right, and I went fishing today, too, so... It's been a good
0: day so far. So I want to dive into that. But right off the top of the show, I want to take time here to just promote our upcoming event that we have on March the 26th. It's going to be at 8 a.m. at our good buddy Bruno Demir's beautiful Cape and Islands Mitsubishi. And we're calling it Cod and Coffee. Again, March 26th from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. It'll be a two-hour event, which is a Saturday coming up the week after this weekend. And just take a moment, Ryan, talk a little bit about Cod and Coffee. And I feel like we have quite a few people signed up already to come on by.
1: We do, Kevin. The uh, registration, I think we're over 45 people registered, and it's free to register. You can go to the website. If you go to the blog, you'll see a recent blog post called Cod and Coffee. And within that blog post, we have a link where you can register to attend for free. But we already have like over 45 people and we're going to have a nice discussion about cod fishing, haddock fishing, fluke fishing, and maybe some other topics. And it's just a good opportunity to meet other people from my fishing Cape Cod. And that's uh, what we're doing. I'm looking forward to it. And you're going to be there. We're going to record it, make a podcast out of it. Maybe Recorded on video and post it on the website for people who aren't able to attend.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited about it. We're going to have some great guest speakers that are going to join myself, you, and Bruno. We're going to cover a variety of topics. So again, March the 26th, that is a Saturday, from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., at Bruno's beautiful Cape and Islands, Mitsubishi. For those that are interested, head on over to myfishingcapecod.com. If you're looking through the post, it's back on March the 4th, is where the post is if you want to grab one of those last remaining slots that Ryan just alluded to. Now, Ryan, you just mentioned you did get a chance to do some fishing around here locally this morning. How'd that go?
1: I caught a striper, Kevin, so it went pretty well.
0: Was it a holdover?
1: Yes, I'm sure it was a holdover. And it was a little guy, very young fish, but it was a cool way to catch my first striper of the year. Because earlier in the week, I did a bait fishing trip where I caught the bait that I used today. So it was a cool experience from start to finish. And are you curious about learning what kind of bait I was using?
0: I certainly am.
1: Well, I'm sure you're familiar with the mummy chugs and the killifish that we see during the summer in the estuaries. In
0: the estuaries, yeah. You had some of those, or you were able to trap some of those?
1: I was able to trap some of them. And I always, you know, trap them during the summer months, but this was the first time I tried getting them during the winter. And I had success using just a regular minnow trap with bread. And I went down to my local estuary here, and I'm sure you can do this all over the Cape. It was low tide and I just looked for tidal pools and I just kept walking around until I actually visually saw a mummy chug or a killifish. And I just put the minnow trap in that little tidal pool and within about 15 minutes, I had enough to go fishing.
0: Well, that's great to hear that you had some success. It was a pretty mild day for it out there too today. It feels like the weather's finally kind of shifting over the last 48 hours here on Cape Cod.
1: Oh, it was gorgeous out there today, Kevin. I. Launched the kayak at 5 a.m., and it was still dark, but the moon, oh, what a beautiful full moon, and it was so calm, it was reflecting off the water of the estuary like a pane of glass, and then the sunrise was really, really nice, and it was just a beautiful day. It it was still kind of cold, but you could tell spring is on the horizon, and I was really excited. I got maybe three other good bites. And I was way, way back. You know, I wasn't near the open ocean at all. I was way up. It was dead low tide. And I was just fishing the deeper holes and just slow trolling the killifish fish without any weight. And um, I actually thought I would do better because I've fished some of these holes before in the past. But there, there really wasn't much around today. I was lucky to, uh, you know, hook and catch that one. But I'll give it another try and maybe get a few more before, you know, moving on to something else, do some freshwater fishing or something. But I'm, I'm having fun.
0: So looking at the website, Ryan, we had a great post up there today from Danny Jones at the Goose Hummock about smallmouth bass on Cape Cod. I know the freshwater bite is still pretty hot right now.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm sure it is. And, you know, hopefully you'll get a chance to talk to the guys at the Goose later in today's show because I know they're always hitting the ponds but last year at this time, I had a ball catching yellow perch. I had a ball catching black crappies, just a little bit off-cape. And I had a ball catching trout. And I haven't gone out and do, done it yet, but now's the time to do it. They stocked a bunch of the ponds, and it's pretty much go time. So, yes, we have that post about smallmouth bass fishing over on the blog. That, that's one of our more popular smallmouth bass posts. But I know we've also had some other content go up. Are you on the blog right now, Kevin?
0: I am, and I know uh, one of the other things I see that I'm going to chat about with our good buddy Bruno later in the podcast, he always keeps an eye out for the herring. It's kind of the unofficial kickoff to, to his season, and I know they're on their way right now. And there's a post up from March 15th on the herring.
1: That's right. I remember creating that post a few weeks ago, and putting the videos and stuff together just telling people all about herring and herring for me it's a sign of spring and i've been eagerly waiting to hear the calls of ospreys that's a telltale sign that the herring have arrived i did get a video sent to me on facebook from somebody who said that there's some herring in the middle run which is off cape and one of the first runs in the region to usually get fish so that's an unconfirmed Facebook report for you, Kevin. So take it with a grain of salt, but they are definitely on their way.
0: Another post I wanted to hit on, Ryan, and give a shout out to a, a young member, Joseph Vinci, I hope I'm saying his name right, is a, a proud MFCC member. He's 15-year-old high school student from Westwood High School. He loves my fishing Cape Cod, and he was nice enough to put together what looks like a little bit of a spring break recap for Joseph. He did some beach fishing for Snook down in beautiful Marco Island, Florida. So I want to give Joseph a shout-out for his post back on March 11th.
1: Yeah, and I met Joe and his dad at the Rhode Island show last weekend. So, yes, great posts there. We've had a lot of contributions from new people on the website. Like you said, Joe's 15 years old, and he's creating some great posts and sharing some good information. But we also have Carl Johansson, who's a new member. He's 88 years old. Carl's been covering a broad range of topics from fishing the canal to fishing the surf to fishing out in boats. And it's just awesome to see people as young as 15 years old contributing and then folks on the other end of the spectrum who are in their late 80s also contributing on a daily basis, which is really terrific.
0: So we've got the forum on fire. We've got you know new blog posts going up daily here on a variety of different topics. We've got Cod and Coffee coming up on the 26th of March, which will really be a nice kind of kickoff to our season as well. And Ryan, as this is our first real podcast of the 2022 fishing season, let's talk a little bit about what we have in store for the podcast for the rest of this year.
1: Well, what I'm thinking, Kevin, is that we'll make one episode publicly available. And then the next episode will be for supporting members. And then the episode after that will be publicly available. And then the episode of that after that will be for members only. And we'll just flip flop like that. And that way folks who are not supporting members of the website can still get a preview and listen in and get some good information. But if you want access to everything that we do, then you can join us as a member over on My Fishing Cape Cod and get access to all our podcasts as well as everything else. A lot
0: of action from My Fishing Cape Cod. And Ryan, thanks to you for taking time out of your busy day to join us here on the first real, I'll say, podcast of 2022.
1: Absolutely, Kevin. My pleasure. And I'll catch you for the next one.
0: Well, it's time now to welcome in our good friend Ryan Henry from down behind the counter at the Goose Hummock Shop in beautiful Orleans, Massachusetts. Ryan, how are you doing on this foggy Friday?
2: I'm doing great. How are you doing?
0: Doing well. Pretty thick fog bank moved into the area today, huh?
2: Yeah, it definitely looks like, definitely seems that way. I would definitely rather be out fishing right now. That's for sure. I do like fishing in the fog. Feel more protected that way. That's for sure.
0: The reason I wanted to have you on today, Ryan, and I know you're you're with the other Ryan, Ryan Collins from My Fishing Cape Cod, is to get yep. a little bit of a freshwater report, a little bit of a, a freshwater feel from you. Uh, I know that you're manning the store. Have there been a lot of folks coming in over the last couple of weeks doing some spring shopping for freshwater gear?
2: Yeah, there's been a few guys, uh, me and um, Ryan have helped grabbed um, some trout stuff and we kind of went into depths of like how like to fish for trout for a few guys and some guys wanted to really go after the bigger brown trout that have hold, hold over for um, the last few years so definitely telling people how to go after them and showing them where to go that's for sure
0: so i don't want you to give away all your intel but can you expand a little bit about, about the brown trout kind of maybe give some pointers to folks that might want to give it a try
2: Yeah, so, like, obviously, as a fisherman, I like catching all sorts of fish, and they right now stocked a lot of rainbows in a lot of the ponds, a few brook trout in certain certain ponds as well. But me personally, I like going after the bigger brown trout more than anything. I feel like they are the hardest to catch, especially the ones that have held over for a couple years. But personally for me, um, fishing with live bait is key, and also fishing in in low-light conditions. Brown, the bigger brown trout, a lot of them are nocturnal. They mostly feed at night, but yeah, they're mostly they're mostly hitting live bait. But I know a few guys they will use like really small like spook lures at night and catch some pretty big browns as well. fact, not many people do that. You're not going to catch a lot of fish doing that. But usually the brown trout that you do catch are pretty they're pretty big.
0: Now in terms of live bait, you guys down at the Goose, you guys still stocked up on live bait for the freshwater guys? We got
2: tons of shiners from small, medium to large sizes, um, night crawlers, and smaller trout worms, as well as power bait.
0: Another species I wanted to ask you about in in terms of freshwater, when I was looking at my fishing Cape Cod and and browsing the forum the other day, I noticed that your colleague, Danny Jones, good friend of the show, had a great post on smallmouth bass on Cape Cod. What are you hearing about smallmouth bite?
2: So I haven't caught any smallmouth yet Um, date. I usually start catching them the first week of April. They start moving in shallow to spawn and they get really really aggressive during the pre-spawn. Um, the Ned Rig is a really really dangerous technique for smallmouth. They love that. Any sort of bait that you would use for a largemouth just kind of more subtle I think is very good for them. But for me um, any sort of jerk bait, the Ned Rig and Live Shiners, they're going to start doing a hurting on the smallmouth when they start moving in shallow the spawn. But I know some, like some ponds, they're starting to move in in the shallower water, but for a lot of like the bigger ponds, like Nickerson, Sheeps, um, any sort of pond that has trophy smallmouth in it, they're going to start moving in shallow probably the last week of March, first week of April. So it's coming up.
0: Now I know throughout the winter you can target largemouth bass, you know, throughout Cape Cod. Uh, yeah. Have you heard anything about the largemouth bite? Is the the weather's kind of transitioning here. We're in a little bit of a phase where, you know, mm-hmm. the weather kind of feels like we're finally flipping the switch from winter to spring. Yeah.
2: If you're in a kayak jigging, you definitely can. Um, it's a little bit harder from the, the shore. The largemouth bass usually hang out in deeper water during mm-hmm. the winter months. Um, that's why actually a lot of guys get, can get them through the ice because they can target those deeper holes that a lot of perch and trout would hang out. The largemouth bass are with them as well. So it can be a little bit tougher to get them from shore. Um, if you're in a kayak and you can jig the bottom, you can definitely get definitely get some largemouth for sure. Like a KaiTech jig, blade bait is also really effective. We have a few of those. The Rap makes a few of them. Um, a ledge spoon by Striking is another really good. You really just got to fish slow that's really the thing and if you have live bait like a shiner on the bottom that's that's also really effective as well
0: yeah that's what i was just going to say if you're able to Mm kind of transport some shiners out you know on your kayak or whatever i feel like that's a great technique i've heard i I feel like the the largemouths with those big wide jaws they can't resist a big fat shiner
2: no they can and they're the the shiners are lethargic too so that's a perfect presentation for a largemouth that's pretty pretty chilled only, only problem I think with that is, is um, the yellow perch can be ravenous. At the same time, true, they can they can go through your shiners really, really quick. So I usually try to fish bigger shiners to kind of avoid the perch. Small shiners will get gobbled up by perch and trout if that's what you're after.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a little bit of the same principle as saltwater, right? Where sometimes the you know the bigger the bait, the the bigger the fish, and you can kind of cull yep. out the smaller fish.
2: Yeah, correct. Um, Wintertime, it can be a little bit different though. Sometimes the fish are just that lethargic; they don't want to go after um, bigger baits. Um, however, I I do like fishing bigger baits during the winter months because, I my personal opinion, I feel like a bass isn't gonna like want to expend expend a lot of energy going after something small. They rather go after something big and make it worth their while. I did that with the pickerel this past year on the jerk bait and had had good success with it. So.
0: So dive into pickerel for a second. That's an interesting topic. It's, I feel like a neglected species of fish that's offered here on Cape Cod. I
2: really, uh, yeah, I really, in- I really enjoy fishing for them. That's, that was kind of like the main like, fish, I freshwater fish when I lived in Jersey, because a lot of the ponds were just overran by these pickerel. But they got really big, up to like four or like six pounds. But yeah, they're, what's nice about them is they're active all year round no matter how hot it is or how cold it is, they are still pretty active and still actively feeding. And you can still get them on lures even when it's cold outside. But pretty much any pond that has a decent amount of vegetation is going to is going to hold pickerel.
0: And one thing I know a lot of the saltwater guys have their eye on are the herring runs. Yes. That, that's something that it just seems like every guy I talk to about saltwater fishing that's thinking about you know getting his boat in the water over the next three or four weeks is is kind of driving by those herring runs waiting for that mm-hmm. to start
2: i haven't seen them i haven't seen the herring yet i i have heard rumors that they're starting to come in i think probably within the next week they should be starting to move in i think they're following that new moon but um yeah that's any any pond that has a herring run is definitely gonna harbor some larger fish and potentially some stripers in certain areas too.
0: One other thing I wanted to check in with you on, Ryan, is I know we're kind of uh, in that no-man's land, right, where we're kind of everyone waking up from our winter slumber and yep. um, folks are starting mm-hmm. to get geared up and get ready for the 2022 season here on Cape Cod. Are you guys seeing a decent amount of volume in the store, and what are your updated store hours for folks looking to stop by?
2: Yeah, we're we're pretty stocked up on a lot of stuff. Um a lot of our inventory has been taken to the shows. We have one more show after this week in Connecticut and then we will be home. Um we're going to basically take out all the stuff at the truck and put it back into inventory here. But we are we are really stocked up on a lot of a lot of gear whatever you need for t- from tuna to trout. We got we got it all.
0: And what are That's your only. latest updated store hours for folks?
2: So right now we are closing at 3 just because of um, the low manpower. Um, I think the week, this weekend we will be open, Saturday will be open 9 to 5.30. Um, Sunday will be 8 to 4. So we'll have a few more guys working that day. So we should be fine. And then Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday we should be 9 to 5.30 as well.
0: Just to but, promote Team Goose here, is the fishing show that you referred to, the Connecticut Fishing Outdoor Show down at Mohegan Sun? Yes, Correct. Perfect. So Team Goose is going to be down at Mohegan Sun, which is in Uncasville, Connecticut. For all you gamblers, you know where that is. And uh, it's March the 25th through the 27th. So it's coming up here in about another week. If you want to go down, you know, spend the day and check out Team Goose down at the Connecticut Fishing and Outdoor Show. That sounds like it's going to be a heck of a uh, display down there. I know they have a giant Earth Expo convention center down there for you guys to set up in.
2: We've had, from what I've seen, we've had the biggest display in the last, like, two shows that I've been to. So it's definitely it's definitely a crowd pleaser, especially with the casting tank and having um a lot of our vendors, like Patrick Sabiel, out there.
0: So Phil and company will be down there the 25th, 26th, and 27th Mohegan Sun in Uncasville, Connecticut. Ryan, thanks for your time on today's show. Really appreciate you checking in with us, giving us a freshwater report, and we'll look forward to talking with you throughout the course of this season.
2: That's awesome, man. Thanks for having me on here. Uh, Good luck, everybody. Tight lines. Hopefully have a great spring.
0: Well, next up on this week's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is our long-lost buddy, proud MFCC member, Bruno Demir from Cape and Islands, Mitsubishi. Bruno, it's great to hear your voice again, my friend.
3: Good to hear your voice. Hello, MFCC members. And uh, spring is in the air. Getting excited.
0: Spring is in the air. I want to catch up with you, Bruno. The last time we spoke, the snow was flying. I think it was back in January. We also had a nice podcast with Cousin Eddie that you and I talked about. Um, but you, you mentioned you had a couple family trips kind of in the works for this year in the off season. How have those gone, and where did you end up venturing to?
3: Yeah, it was great so far. We ended up in St. Thomas, which is uh, a U.S. virgin island in the Caribbean, uh, which is awesome. And a little tip for you guys, if you're concerned about getting tested to come back in so you're not stuck in another country, Because of COVID, the nice thing about uh, St. Thomas is it's U.S. territory, so you can just fly in and fly out. So that was nice, and we made a couple trips to Florida. We got to got got to see Disney World and Mickey Mouse, and Mickey Mouse took all my money. Oh yeah, very expensive. (laughs) But we had a good time down there, and uh, we're actually I'm actually still in uh, sunny Florida. I'll be heading back on Tuesday, and. Uh, diving right back into work and hopefully getting the gaviota ready for the
0: new season. Well, that's great to hear. I know one of the things that we have coming up on the horizon that I want to talk about kind of right away is the event down at Cape and Islands Mitsubishi, Bruno. We have an event coming up on March the 26th, and that's a a partnership event with My Fishing Cape Cod and yourself from down at Cape and Islands Mitsubishi. We're going to be hosting Cod and Coffee I believe that's an 8 a.m. start, correct? That's right.
3: It's an 8 a.m. start. We're very excited about it. We're going to have a lot of local uh, charter captains joining the event that I know of. Um, We're going to have um, a a really good time and have some coffee and a bunch of anglers hanging around and talking about uh, fishing. So it should be a great time. It's going to be from 8 to 10. And, uh, and you know, one of the exciting parts about it is what you're bringing to the table, Kevin. You want to talk about how you're doing the podcast live in front of folks?
0: Yeah, it'll be the first kind of experiment. So we'll all be kind of learning together. But I'm going to bring all of the equipment down to, to Bruno's beautiful facility. We're going to set it up and we're going to tape the podcast in front of a live studio audience. For the first time, I've been doing this podcast for nine years, believe it or not, with Ryan. We've never done anything like this, but I think it'll be a great interactive experience, not only for us kind of, you know, hosting the podcast, but for all the folks to kind of see how the sausage is made and what goes into making one of these shows every week. I think it should be a great experience for everybody.
3: Yeah, I think it's going to be a great time, and I think it's going to be very educational. We're going to we're gonna have some guys really putting some information out there and a lot of guys within the um, get-together that are also... You know, got a lot of knowledge. So people going to come out of this with not only a good time and a, a nice little breakfast, but some some added knowledge to uh, being able to make a great day on the water here on the Cape.
0: Yep, I'm really looking forward to it. And another cool part about the breakfast, Bruno, is, as you and I were talking about last night when we chatted, it's kind of going to be a little bit of a, an unofficial kickoff, right, to the to the season as it's going to be taking place in the last week of March. Before you know it, you know, April will be here. As you mentioned, the herring are right around the corner. Squid, uh, haddock season is on the horizon. We've got a lot of exciting things in the future here.
3: Yeah, it won't be long before you start seeing herring running up the, uh, the the rivers and into the estuaries of the Cape. And uh, once you see that, it's usually two, three weeks before the squid fishing is on. And the season is in full gear, not to mention... I believe the week, I'd have to double check, but I believe the week after our Arcata Coffee is when haddock season starts, which is pretty exciting. So if we can get a, a decent uh, weather window, I'm sure guys are going to be out there and getting on some really nice haddock fillets.
0: And when will you look to launch the Gavi when you get back, Bruno?
3: The Gavi is getting a lot of uh, up and maintenance work done to it for the new season. So she's not going to splash until May. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll definitely be hopping on Cousin Eddie and a couple other friends here on the Cape to try to get on some Haddock before then.
0: Yeah, I think you and I actually might have a date pretty soon, hopefully, with Cousin Eddie. I'd love to get out there with the both of you. I've been out on the Gavi before, but I'd love to get on Cousin Eddie's boat this spring. Not only for haddock, but I definitely want to get into some sea bass with him in Buzzards
3: Bay. Yeah, it's a it's a great time, and and, and that's really how the ha- the season starts here on the Cape. Is we we, we get on the squid pretty quick, and then comes the haddock, and then uh, actually the haddock, and then the squid, and then the sea bass, and then we're we'll, we're in full gear. So it's exciting, and uh, we'll have something to talk about coming up here soon on. Uh, cod and coffee
0: and when do you get back bruno from florida
3: i come back on tuesday we'll be getting geared up for the new season
0: awesome and just for the folks listening too, uh there is a post up on myfishingcapecod.com ryan was nice enough to put a post up and it has all the information for cod and coffee march 26 at 8 a.m that's the kickoff and it has more details and information on how you can join us for that awesome event with Bruno coming up next Saturday. Bruno really appreciate you taking the time to check in with me. It's going to be awesome to see you. I haven't seen you in months since we went fishing back in the fall. So I'm really looking forward to cotton coffee and catching up with you and everybody else.
3: Sounds good, Kevin. I hope to see all the MFCC members out there and meet and greet everybody. I'm pretty excited about the event and it'll be nice to get guys out of the guys and girls out of the house and, uh, talking fishing
0: bruno safe travels back to massachusetts and we'll see you next saturday sounds good see you soon kevin many thanks to bruno Demere from cape and islands mitsubishi for taking the time out of his busy schedule as you could hear he was vacationing still with his family but still took the time to check in with us here on the my fishing cape cod podcast and you can hear the excitement as well in bruno's voice over the march 26th cod and coffee event Again, there's still room to register for that event. Head on over to MyFishingCapeCod.com. You'll see a blog post, probably the fifth or sixth post. And feel free to access that information to sign up for this free event. I know I'm really looking forward to being with everybody on the 26th. So that's going to put the wraps on today's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. Big thanks to MFCC founder and creator Ryan Collins for joining us as well as Ryan Henry from down at the Goose Hummock in Orleans, and last but not least, Bruno Demir from Cape and Islands, Mitsubishi. This is your host, Kevin Collins, signing off, and hopefully see everybody March 26th at Cod and Coffee down at Cape and Islands, Mitsubishi. Until we chat again, tight lines, and take care. Thanks for tuning in to the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. For the latest local news information and fishing reports, be sure to log on to MyFishingCapeCod.com. From all of us at My Fishing Cape Cod, tight lines and
3: take care.